you are a repeat offender in probably many areas of your life. Of course you are. We're all full of flaws, guys. That's just part of the whole human experience. You are a repeat offender. Now you just have to decide, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continually just stand back as a third party and judge yourself on it? Or are you going to try to solve it and take personal responsibility? It's Evie here. Welcome to EML Radio, where we are always talking truth. All of those things you need to hear that nobody else is willing to say. Hello, truth seekers. Today's episode of EML Radio is sponsored by Strong Start. Strong Start is a new 90-day program designed to give you the opportunity through a structured program to start living your most fulfilling life. When it comes to eating, moving, and living, there are three critical things to develop in order for you to have lasting success. And those are self-discipline, knowledge, and accountability. So after devoting over a decade of my life to coaching in nutrition and fitness and mindset, I found myself losing accountability and self-discipline. Now I know exactly what it takes to create a fit body and a mind and a spirit to live to my highest potential. But over the last year, I felt myself just slipping, which is why I decided to develop the Strong Start program. Strong Start gives you absolutely everything you need to bring order back to your life, especially in a time of great chaos like we're in right now. It's designed over a 90-day period with three 30-day phases. So phase one is designed for you to really hone in on developing self-discipline. And then phase two allows you to start using that newfound discipline to incorporate more choices into your eating and into your movement. And then phase three, man, that gives you the runway that you need to put all the newfound discipline and knowledge into place so you can sustain this progress for the rest of your life. So Strong Start works by providing you a complete program guide with exercises for absolutely every fitness level so that you know that what you're actually doing is going to produce the greatest results. And it keeps you moving in a way that is safe and that's functional for your lifestyle. It also gives you the mindset exercises to ensure that you're shifting your mind into seeking the most from yourself every single day. Because all of the exercises and all of the nutrition advice in the world won't help unless you work on building that mental toughness first. It also provides you a hardbound mindset and accountability journal so that you are writing down and tracking your progress every single day for those 90 days. And then lastly, the Strong Start Nutrition Guide uses my Colors Not Calories method in order to teach you how to eat so that you will never have to go on a diet again. Listen, Strong Start is changing my life and it is changing the lives of countless others. And it will undoubtedly change yours too. So head on over to eviefats.com 
and learn more about Strong Start. Just remember, it is never too late to seek out and create a better you, but you just have to start. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of EML Radio. Really excited about today's show because I'm trying out a slightly new format. So obviously, the name of this show is Talking Truth. But while I had taken a few weeks off over the holidays, I was pondering some things about what truth really means. And I realized that a lot of the truths that I'm talking about on this show are more of what I would call like empirical truths or factual truths, where this is an example. I'm teaching you about how your body processes protein, how your metabolism works, what things are better to eat in the morning than in the afternoon, or the best ways to exercise, or what health, how you define health versus fitness versus optimal wellness. Those are all awesome things. And I have an education in that area in order to teach you those empirical truths. So I love that. But As I was kind of reviewing 2020's first year of podcast, I realized that a lot of my discussions are around my own personal experiences and belief system that are my truths, and I share them with you, but those are what I would call personal truths, and they're going to be different for everyone. And so I came up with this great idea and I'm we're going to see how it goes, but I'm hoping that all of you are really going to enjoy it because the last thing I want to do is impose my personal truths through my own human experience onto each of you because that very easily can become an untruth. So the way I have personally experienced something that was more related to human existence and experience and mindset and philosophy. Those aren't going to be the same for all of us. And so here's my great new idea. I am going to do really short, probably less than 10 minute episodes, every couple of episodes in order to help all of you find some of your personal truths for yourself. And these are really going to be kind of spontaneous. And you know, I got to tell you, I love the spontaneous shows probably more than the ones that I actually kind of like do some research on or have guests on. I love all that, but I really do love when something pops into my head and I have one of those aha moments where I just discovered a personal truth for myself. I love sharing that shit with you guys. And so I'm super excited. We're going to do these fun little episodes where I'm going to share spontaneously something that I am experiencing or pondering or contemplating on. And then I'm going to hand it off to you so that you can use my experience and the topic to start diving into your own head and figure out where the truth lies in all of that for you. So first one, I have been noticing areas in my life where I am being what I would call a repeat offender. Oh, that's just, it sucks. Like when you see that within yourself and you feel the shame of it and knowing that that shame comes from an ideal, an ideal that you have in your head about the way you should be living or a way you should be eating, or if you're a religious person, what your religion dictates you should be doing. And when you're not doing it, that's where that shame comes from. So I've been noticing areas in my life that I'm being a repeat offender and 
I've been really diving deep into what's causing that. And that's not an easy answer. Like we all do it. Most of you that listen to my show regularly, like you know how to eat. I've taught you a lot. You kind of know the basic principles because honestly, it's not that hard. It's not that complicated. I shouldn't say it's not that hard. It's not that complicated, but it isn't easy. And we do these things as repeat offenders in our life over and over and over again. A couple examples that I'm not afraid to share with all of you is, okay, I'll go long stretches without drinking any alcohol. And then boom, I repeat offend. I go back to relying on alcohol for celebrations and to wallow in my tears over and over and over again. I'm a fucking repeat offender. Why am I doing that? Another area is where I get resentful, resentful to people that aren't implementing the things in their life that I teach them or that they pay me to help them with. (laughs) I'm human guys. Like I'm a repeat offender and allowing that kind of resentment and irritation to slip in. So I have been doing a ton of quiet time, meditating, and discovering the areas in my life where I continue to repeat the same unsavory behavior that causes me to feel shame. And I'm trying to figure out, okay, not just how do I solve it? Because that's actually pretty surface level. If it was that easy, you would just go like, okay, I know what the right thing is to do, but yet I don't do it. So I know enough about the human conscience to know that like, you're not ever going to solve that problem. We're not going to be able to answer that while we're here on earth. That's just not going to happen. But what I can do is figure out two things. One is if I'm repeating offending on something and I feel shameful about it, I feel shame and kind of like self-loathing about it. Do I have a false ideal of what I should be living like? Right? So that's one, because we can put false ideals out for ourselves, And then when we don't reach them, then we feel this shame. But the reality was the ideal was never realistic in the first place. So that's one area I'm trying to figure out is if the ideal of that I'm trying to live for, where does it come from? Is it self-imposed and is it actually attainable? And then the second thing is if those things are attainable and I know for a fact that they're good for me and I know for the fact that the ideal I have isn't far reaching, isn't too far reaching, but yet I'm still not doing it. Then I'm looking at those areas and going, okay, what do I need to do? What action steps do I need to put in place in order to stop being a repeat offender? So I can tell you that I grew up Catholic and I go to the Catholic church here and there. I love a lot of the Catholic principles. Um, I would consider myself a Christian, but I would also consider myself someone that I believe in God. I believe deeply in a purpose and why we're here. However, I don't like for me, the the kind of free pass that religion gives me. And that's a really deep subject and something that I'm not going to cover deeply in this show. But I'm still working through that within my own existence. And like, I kind of I get my purpose. I really do know why I'm here. I've I've tapped into what my God given gift is. And I know it, but I have a hard time kind of pinpointing it or associating it to one specific belief system, because I don't like that free pass that it allows me to continue to be a repeat offender. So that's just an example of something that I'm kind of really grappling with in my own life and have been for quite some time. But anyway, when I look at the areas that I'm a repeat offender in, and these are kind of just even the two that I just gave you, those are not, those aren't happening because I have a like outside or unrealistic imposed ideal. They aren't. Those are things I have complete and utter control over. So 
Now I step back and go, what am I going to do in order to overcome that? Because I have a deep belief in personal responsibility. So I rely on my spirit that I believe is put there by God. I rely on that as my conscience and to kind of just quiet me in that internal voice to direct me. But beyond that, I am a full-fledged believer in personal responsibility. You cannot just rely on just kind of this God-given conscience because the reality is without you taking personal responsibility, you're not going to use it. And then you use it as an excuse. So for me to take personal responsibility, let's just say on the drinking, what do I do? Right. So that I don't continue to disappoint myself and be a repeat offender. I figured it out. I don't even necessarily like alcohol. What I like is the feeling of having about two or three drinks. I feel energized. All the endorphins are going right. I have this like kind of like a little cortisol spike. Like I feel good. So how can I get that without doing something that's detrimental to my health and the people around me and my career and everything else? Right. I get that by listening to loud music, listening to a mentor or a podcast that really charges me up. I get it from lifting heavy weights. I get it from doing something that is hard. So I've implemented every single time I feel that little urge to, oh, I could just go have a couple of drinks. That would be great because I would feel great after that. Instead, I immediately get the idea out of my head and I either go down into my gym or I go to my office sit at my desk, put on my headset and listen to something that charges me up because I'm really just looking for the feeling. And that's how I'm solving being a repeat offender. And then on the on the repeat offender issue that I have with getting kind of disheartened or resentful towards people that aren't willing to change their lives, the way I avoid that is I went off social media. <laughs> Honestly, because for me, it was like the people that aren't actual clients of mine or people that don't really actively engage, like say on our EML group and now my new private platform, the people that don't engage on that, like I'm looking at their Facebook page and it's pissing me off. And like, why should that piss me off? That's just feeding a fuel that means nothing to me. And it's just silly. So I solved that repeat offender bad behavior by removing that completely from my life. So Here's the truth I'm going to leave all of you with today. You are a repeat offender in probably many areas of your life. Of course you are. We're not, we're all full of flaws, guys. That's just part of the whole human experience. You are a repeat offender. Now you just have to decide what are you going to do about it? Are you going to continually just stand back as a third party and judge yourself on it? Or are you going to try to solve it and take personal responsibility? I would highly suggest doing the latter, taking personal responsibility to stop repeating the same detrimental behaviors over and over again. Personal responsibility is the answer to fulfillment in life. You can't live fulfilled unless you take ownership of you. Thanks a lot. Give me some feedback on how this new format goes. I'm super excited about it. I think that I'm going to kind of help guide you guys into some practices that I do in order to help me find some of my own personal truths that truly change my life. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. <laughs>